This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit Tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Today we're going to talk about disappearing, um, going off grid, but not just with your utilities, but going off grid with your life. Just no more social security number, just dropping out. Now, the way I see it playing out is something like this. Imagine somebody has such a messed up life that on like Friday... Your door stops freaking closing in your pickup truck that you love. Now, sure, it's old and tired, but you love <laughs> it just the same. And you're like, God oh, damn, the hinge is bent. But no matter how many times you tell the kids, they got to keep slamming the damn door and trying to open it. And you're stuck shutting it. So needless to say, you might order a hinge, change it. Still doesn't shut because now the latch is so bent out of shape. <laughs> You're looking at buying a $500 door. That might happen. But then you're all excited about doing your AR-15 podcast, about building your own AR-15. And you have like hundreds of things coming in the mail from UPS, FedEx. It's coming in everywhere. You got scopes, bore sights, uh, router for making 80% lowers and just everything you can imagine coming in. Drill bits for doing this thing, barrels, everything's coming. 
and all of a sudden my UPS guy goes on vacation and that may not sound like a problem there's probably someone who might be able to fill in so I first get you know I order from Amazon Prime I get oh you know you gave us the wrong address so we couldn't deliver it and I'm like well what the hell because it's the same address you delivered to on Monday and it's Tuesday so that sounds odd to me next day same thing after I call and give them the right address whatever third day I get a phone call from UPS going we can't find your house and I said well wait a minute I just got a text message that you delivered to my house one minute ago. Why don't you call the guy and tell him to turn around? It's the same house. <laughs> and I lay into the lady and I'm like, you know, this is ridiculous. You were just there. I call. I, I fight with people. I come home and my kid's like, oh, you got a package. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I know from UPS. Did you see the guy? Oh, no, it was FedEx. So I'm like, oh. Maybe I yelled at that lady in vain, you know, maybe I shouldn't have, but the lady's like, oh, um, yeah, no, we delivered it, but it's not at your house, so we don't know where we delivered it. So I drive around to all my neighbors, nobody knows nothing. So needless to say, after the podcast, I will be calling UPS again. I'm just saying, if you had a day like that. <laughs> You may be tempted to pick up your AR-15 and walk into the woods and never be seen again. And this is the podcast where we're going to tell you how to do it and go completely off-grid and disappear. So, anyway, now that I have my ranting off, everybody got an earful. Now they're all agitated with their coffee. <laughs> oh, you know, guy was just yelling at me. I'm a little worried. So, all right, no problem. It's all right. It's all right to be angry. A little angry sometimes. You know, my blood pressure, my hands are probably shaking, you know, a little worked up. Mm -hmm. So, anyway, I was excited about doing a podcast and disappearing. Couldn't find the right search terms. Not much came up. There were a few YouTube videos about things, but I, I downloaded a podcast on uh, how to disappear in the national parks. Okay, that sounds interesting. Well, that's what I had typed in, was how to disappear, and it, I think it said disappearing in the national parks. But it turned out they weren't thinking what I was thinking. Because, see, I was thinking, oh, I heard this story of this guy wanted by the FBI, and he was on the Appalachian Trail. Yeah, no, I remember, I remember forth, that guy. We talked about it in a previous yeah. podcast, right? So I was like, oh, you know, maybe it's something like that. So they're like, I started listening, and they're like, oh, hundreds of people disappear in the national parks every year. We think it might be Sasquatch. <laughs> and I'm like, no. Obviously, Bigfoot. So. I was just reading about a lady that uh, disappeared uh, on the Appalachian Trail. They, okay. they, they found her remains two years later in a journal. She kept all the way through up until she died. She just wandered off the trail and couldn't find it again. That happens. Yeah. It took a few years, huh? Yeah. So, anyway, so maybe the National Parks, the National Park Service says, well, we have a lot of scavengers here and things that if you get hurt or disappear, they'll take care of the body. You're going you to be not worry yeah. about it. 
So I'm thinking maybe that isn't a bad place to go, mm -hmm. bad place to hide. Um, turns out there's a lot of acres in the national parks. Yeah. So I think yeah. uh, like a third of our country are, is national parks. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. It's like a third of Alaska. I ain't complaining. Anyway. I like getting out there. I mean, it's a good place to disappear, right? I uh, I did a little bit of uh, looking into this because I don't. Okay. I've never actually had to uh, abandon my life and disappear. No. Okay. But uh, I did a little bit of research into it. Turns out you wanna you wanna plan it out. You gotta plan it out ahead of time. All right. You want to do it slow, like just kind of ease into it, you know? Yeah. Because if you make a big scene about it, you know, then everyone's going to be searching you. Nancy Grace is going to be talking about you on TV. FBI is going to be looking for you. So you just want to phase out of your life. Okay. So uh, start with uh, start with your, your digital footprint. Okay. All your social media and all that sort of stuff. Gone. You want to get rid of... Phase, slowly. You want to dis you want to get rid of all your pictures on your Facebook on on okay. uh, any sort of uh, social media. Now, are we keeping the account active for for a while? Yeah, you don't yeah. Want to first, keep it active. Not... Just stop posting anything on it. Right. Kind and of remove remove pictures of yourself off of it. Okay. And then uh, you know, if your friends ask, say that you know Facebook was taken over my life. I've heard it too many times to right. to not not seem reasonable, be okay. plausible. Sounds good. So you cut out of Facebook, that's Twitter, Instagram, all of it. Right. Gone. Right. All right. Gone. So we're not posting, but we still have the account. You we're still have the time. account. You might even post an update if, depending on your timeline, you're able to work with. Right. All right. And slowly, gradually, nothing, everybody loses and start, interest. And, and from there, you want to you wanna start, you want to make sure that you don't break any laws. Don't do this to try and get uh, life insurance because... No. They're gonna they're gonna figure it out. Yeah, it turns out life insurance, they're coming. They're yeah, on. they're gonna come look for you. They're not gonna wanna pay out that hundred thousand dollars if they can help it. Exactly. They don't have a death certificate, you're gonna have a hard time. Right. Um you know, you don't wanna make a, a big to do about it. But I mean uh, you also have to think about the reasons that you might wanna disappear. You know, uh are you a criminal? Are you uh spout you know, like does your spouse beat you? Ooh. You know, don't take your kid with you because that's kidnapping and they're kind of going to come look, looking for you. All right. The real trick to this is you want nobody to be interested in looking for you. Mm. So after you get rid of your Facebook, okay. after you get rid of your, I guess MySpace isn't even and real how anymore. Are we, how are we uh, segueing out of our job? Oh, stack up your cash. Stack up your cash. No, right no. off the bat. All right. Cancel your your electricity if you got to, but stack up your money. Okay. You're gonna need big cash. Big cash. Big cash. All yep. right. Um. Now John Rambo just kind of rolled into town, knapsack, army right. coat. He was already a homeless guy. He was already missing. He was, you know, yeah. whatever. But, but I mean, I, I'm not he didn't Rambo. Have a though. lot of cash. Oh, he did have the cash to go to the diner. That's true, but he I only mean, got he coffee. Up, he's like, I'm just looking for a diner. Well, he just got coffee, and he probably found that on the way, like mm -hmm. supporters and yeah. <laughs> Look under vending machines. If you just need coffee, check under vending machines. People I gotta tell you, one of the time. things I do uh, whenever I, I go do a repair in like the coin-operated laundry, mm -hmm. I never freaking have all the quarters I need to freaking run it. You know, they're like two bucks or something, uh, and they're not that easy to you know whatever you gotta have some quarters is mm -hmm. the bottom line i always just look move the dryer a little bit i get two or three move <laughs> the washer two or three uh, start looking around so that's the spot then the i open up side. the wind filter there's another five dollars in quarters <laughs> in there and i'm like all right i'm good 
Mm-hmm. And as always, I, that happened to me probably three days ago. I was like, oh, I need some quarters. What am I going to do? Uh-huh. So, so that's the that, spot. That's, that's the, you know, the hot spot. You just have to move. Nobody wants to move the, just because they're afraid of what they might see. Yeah, there's gross stuff under there. Yeah. No, it's always pretty rough. Mm-hmm. So, all right. That's where I keep so, my pet spiders is under my washing machine. Exactly. I saw mm-hmm. some the other day, actually. Yep. The, uh, anyway, we um, save up our cash. Mm-hmm. We're getting ready. We're, so we're basically slowing down with the bank account. You know, whatever. Right. Um, now, what do we do? We go in and close it when we uh, leave our job? Just or? leave it. Leave a few bucks in there. Leave it Just leave it open. Yeah. Okay. Leave it alone. It'll kind of take care of itself. You start getting those letters after a year and a half. But they don't, like, really try and find you. It's been my experience because the kids have some bank accounts. And they're like, oh, you haven't deposited anybody <laughs> in six months. And... Because of that, we're going to turn your account over to the state if well, you don't you contact us in like five days. What might be good though is maybe get one of those, have one of those checking accounts where they charge you a monthly fee. Okay. Because I had one of those. Uh, <laughs> That's just fun. I was checking. I was uh, uh, checking my credit report. Yes. And uh, one of the bad marks on my credit was a bank account that I closed. Yes. But had not been closed. Yes. So they're just adding on fees, adding on fees. Kept it active because they're still hoping to get that money back. <laughs> they were ready. Nobody said nothing to me about it. No. Nah, I ended up owing them like uh, $2.80 or something. Oh. I mean, after I worked it out with them. But apparently owing somebody $2.80 is a bad mark on your credit report <laughs> if it goes shame. more than a couple years. You brought shame. Yep. Now, so, all right. Bank account. Um, don't no. plan on keeping your car. Okay. So car insurance, any registration, any of yeah, that. Yeah, I, I would take the, uh, the the pink slip of your car. If you want to get rid of a car, it's not that difficult. No. Take the pink slip, leave it in the glove box, leave your keys in there, doors unlocked, windows open, and you know where to park it. Yeah, yeah. I know, I know where to park it. All right. Wherever you got, wherever it is by you that you know where to park it and get to, get it stolen. All right. You know where to go. So well, ditch we, the car. We could sell this car for some extra cash. You could sell the car. But then people would know attention. you didn't have a car. Oh! You gotta, you gotta. If you, if you think people are gonna be looking for you, gotta leave some false leads out there. Okay. And if somebody steals your car, they're not gonna be advertising that they have your car and your All plates. Right. They're gonna chop it up yeah. and and it's gonna be sold for parts. All right. Now I was thinking, uh, are we are we taping our uh, our cell phones to the neighborhood dog and uh, let them go? <laughs> That doesn't sound like a bad idea, honestly. <laughs> you know, but how long does your battery last? You know? Well, right, but that dog's going to keep it going until it does. Uh-huh. Stick, and stick it under like, well, the last stick it under somebody's, Stick it under somebody's bumper. Yep. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, credit cards, you hear that all the time. You don't right. even want you them in your wallet. Right. If they have the RFID chips, yeah, just, just get, ditch them. Them. get them out well, of your... You want them going no matter yeah. what. But make sure you don't even physically have them. Right. You don't want to even be tempted that you can use it if you're in a pinch. Yeah. No. You know? Danger. Danger. Get rid of your credit cards. Get rid of your phone. Yeah. And uh, when you're talking to your friends before this happens, lie. Wow. Lie. And so now, now think it, tell me a backstory. What are we What are we setting up to our friends? How are we telling the people that we interact with every day? Maybe work. So are we like, hey, you know, my uh, my aunt's sick up in Utah, and uh, yeah, I think uh, I'm gonna have to go up there and take care of her for a while. 
and maybe drop that with our friends, and then we disappear, obviously. Probably not to Utah. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, we kind of lay out some groundwork. Yeah, don't groundwork. Give them the lead, right? Right, but, I mean, we have to lay out some groundwork so that they're not, oh, Jim's gone, and then start asking. Right, just disappear. Whereas, you know, Jim moved up to his aunt in Utah or something. I don't know how it's going to work out, how long he'll be taking care of her, so we may not see Jim again. Right. And then... They forget about you because they, they only looked up from their iPod for a minute. Right. And then, yeah, whatever. You're not even sending me tweets. I don't even remember <laughs> who the hell you are. I even know what your voice sounded like or what you so, look like. All, right. all your pictures are gone off of your thing. So off the grid. So we're not, now we don't want to get tagged in our friends, uh, you know, Facebook photos, all the obvious. We mm-hmm. don't want to, uh, you know, be showing and up. And if somebody is looking pictures. for you. You don't yes. want them to be able to find your pictures. Right. That's what I know. mean. Because yep. somehow Facebook, uh, you know, oh, no, mm-hmm. Jim Smith or... Yeah, or I get whatever. tagged in stuff all the time. And I don't even know what that's about, man. I don't... I haven't been on Facebook in about a year and a half. Yeah. Now, so, yeah. All right. What else? Oh, uh, that's about... It's about uh, the extent of my, my research. Your but research. I mean, you, you right. want to think about uh, where you're going to go before you go there. Well, you know. all right, so we have a plan. We're going to head somewhere. Um, now, how are we going to survive when we get there? Let's talk about working. Mm-hmm. So, you know, obviously it does take some money to exist. I mean, you could be straight backwoods guy. Right. If you're willing to live in a tent, you go in a climate where that's possible all year long. Mm-hmm. You listen to our episode on foraging. You mm-hmm. listen to, I mean, obviously... You're going to have to find a way to download the Survival Music Badass podcast. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's a given. Yeah. But once you have that set up, you know, you got, all right, foraging. Maybe you're you're going on PreppingBadass.com, checking out the articles there. Mm -hmm. You know, who knows? But, all right, so you know how to basically eat off the land. You know about trapping because... You decided to wait until <laughs> until April we do a trapping do episode. episode, and then you're going to know about trapping. Mm-hmm. You're going to already have an AR-15 because in the next couple of weeks you're going to find out how to build it and set it up yourself. Right. And most of these skills you'll you'll learn pretty quickly as you as you're out in the wilderness and your beard starts to grow in. Uh, you're, these will just beard, be natural skills. Once the longer the beard gets, <laughs> right. the more skills you're going to have. I right. mean, that's a given. Mm-hmm. All right, so we got that. So you might, all right, there's one scenario where you just go straight woodsman. Maybe you are hiking the uh, Appalachian Trail, Mm -hmm. trying not to get in group photos all the time. Right. All right. Um, National parks. Right. There's a lot of places in national parks that are so far outside of a regular thing that you could build a a basic, Oh yeah. you know, build a basic... uh, um, I believe house. that George Soros Domicile. owns about half of Montana, and I believe you could. He, d- he doesn't. He doesn't go land. in half a half Montana all the time, huh? Yeah, it turns out he set up some kind of weird twisted trust where nobody can ever build on it again or whatever. He just wanted mm. to control as much yeah, land he's as he could. Gonna have to try and stop me. To, yeah, exactly. So come and find me, George. Mm-hmm. I'm hiding, and you don't. And know I've got a beard. A beard you're going to plant right in. He won't know. Is it Sasquatch? Right. It could be Sasquatch. He gets too close. Uh Damn, it was Sasquatch. Uh And that's the end. And that's it. Game over. Game over. So, all right. But maybe, 
I'm not quite committed to being bushcraft master. Right. Maybe I want to... Maybe sometimes you like to get pedicures. <laughs> I, I don't know if we're going that far. But, uh, <laughs> all right. So, we're not going straight bushcraft, maybe. Right. Nothing wrong with straight bushcraft. After the week I had, I'm thinking straight bushcraft. I'm right. going in the woods, going to come back, the beard's going to be even longer, you won't even know. Mm-hmm. You know, who knows? I might get some sunglasses, I'll look like Phil from Duck Dynasty. <laughs> who knows what the hell could happen. Mm-hmm. All right, but possible scenarios. All right, what types of jobs are we getting if we're the guy who... Uh, well, works for cash. Let me tell you one one reason why you shouldn't vote for Donald Trump. Okay, I, I there's feel a little <laughs> blindsided here, but uh, let's let's go there. There's about fifty thousand people in here that have no social security number that work. All right, we vote for Donald Trump. How do those numbers? I work? don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. All right, the, t- the wall is ten foot high, ten foot higher now. I don't even know what to do. Yeah, but Hillary says that. Uh, She's going to give them all citizenship, so they also have Social Security oh, So we can't vote for either of them now. Pretty much. Yeah. Or we need to go off the grid and do all our work in, in the next uh, eight months, mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Gary Johnson, he's the uh, libertarian. Libertarian. You know yeah. who I looked up? I was looking. I know we're getting off task here, but... Sorry, right, we'll come back. You guys will wait. We'll come bring it back around. All right. So, anyway... I'm listening, I think uh, Glenn Beck or something was interviewing all the libertarians. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so you can pick up. And I'm like, oh, there's got to be somebody that I like for the libertarians. I'll find my guy. Mm-hmm. And they had, uh, I think his name is John McAfee. But the McAfee antivirus guy oh, is running guy. as a libertarian. That guy always seemed like an asshole to me. Turns out he's a freaking nutbag. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this guy sounds awesome. And then I start listening. And I'm like, dude, you're crazy. So apparently... His whole thing is like, well, I moved to Belize, and then I started a business, and somehow the Belize government was like, if you don't donate $2 million to us, you're going to have problems. And then he had a bunch of dogs and craziness on his property, and the Belize military came on his property, shot all his dogs. Apparently there's an article in Wired Magazine or... Something I don't know. I knew okay. it was Newsweek, whatever. But if you search him and Belize, you're gonna oh. find the article. And they came and killed his animals and whatever. And then they showed up at his property the next day, and we're like, "Oh, you know that was a mistake. We didn't even mean to do that." <laughs> but did you want to make that donation? Because we could take that donation if you wanted to give it. Yeah. And he's like, "Fuck that. I'm not doing it." And I was like, "Whoa." Yeah, now shoot my dog. You're in trouble, man. So, I don't know. Maybe Belize is not all it's cracked not up the to place. be. Maybe uh, this McAfee guy's a little well, have you ever than... Have you ever seen a picture of him? Terrifying. He Terrifying. Looks he looks like the Crypt Keeper. <laughs> and... he, looks, he looks like the, the Crypt Keeper. Got married, married to uh, Hillary Clinton, had a baby, and, and she had an abortion. That's what he looks like. Oh, uh, that's bad. So, anyway, type of jobs. Um, actually, I think we're going to kind of get to an episode on kind of off-the-grid jobs, so you'll be mm-hmm. able to refer to that if you're listening to this in the past. Otherwise, you're just going to have to be patient 
maybe start planning out your escape. Yeah. And then shut down ready. your Facebook right now so, and work work into it. Now the uh some of the off the grid jobs though, um, you know, we've just mentioned in the foraging, uh, collecting mushrooms mm-hmm. are a possibility. Uh, cutting firewood, definitely a possibility of, you know, an option you might have. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know how you're selling Those it. national forests have there. tons of firewood. <laughs> you can do it. What, what are the ones where they find diamonds all over the ground or something? I always hear the stories. Oh, I'm going looking for diamonds. Oh, I don't know. You'd have to go to Africa, I thought. No, no. The national parks have them just laying on the ground out there. Oh, you just go collect googly them? It. Collect them up in a bag? Give it a googly. You'll find it. So... <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I heard something about that. But, you know, you're dishwashing. You're, they're kind of low rent. You're not going to get into the prestigious job. Right. Now, there are a lot of guys who will hire you for cash for, you know, maybe your 15 hour an hour. Mm-hmm. You might get, you know, in there. But just be prepared to commit to something less. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's a lot harder. Anything with the Internet, it's really hard to get paid. You know, yeah. Um, yeah, that's the bottom line. It's really hard to get paid. And as soon as you're connected to a bank account, you know, if you're like, oh, you know, I'll set up all my, my Amazon A store and your online business and it's just making money for yourself. Well, one, you should call me and tell me about how the hell you got that to work. <laughs> I sure as hell haven't figured it out. But you have something like that. It's still too risky to be getting your funds out. Yeah, you and do. even if you have your friends collecting it for you, then you have somebody who knows. There's always a right. connection and a link right. that's going to draw back to you. Yeah. And that's that's scary. Uh, now, if you really uh, want to get into it, you know, get a house, get a job, do all that stuff, find somebody that's that's got their name on the phone records, on the phone bill, and, and on okay. the utility bill. Because if you're going to look up, if you want to find anybody, it's not difficult. Right. As long as they pay bills, yeah. you can find out where they live and what their phone number is. So if I paid you cash and became your roommate, then I, I might be able to live in a regular house. And, mm-hmm. you know, oh, John lives upstairs and pays me 300 a month to have that back room. Mm-hmm. That might be the uh, scenario for him. Right, right. Now, I did a little bit of uh, research trying to track people down. You know, people I've known throughout my life. See how difficult it is? It turns out... Not very difficult at all. Really? Okay. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I'm not being creepy looking up ex-girlfriends and stuff like that. Oh, seeing But I did here. look up a few people. Okay. And uh, believe it or not, you're one of the most hard, difficult people to find. Yeah. I couldn't find you. Oh, I, I found like a couple it. of uh, a couple of people with your first and last name, but yeah, but not me. Not you. And that's you know, I don't have my uh, right name on the Facebook, and mm-hmm. I, you know, different things. Yep. Turns out the podcast, not quite the right name, and uh, yeah. Yep, yep. I tried to do the same thing. Girlfriend, difficult to find, you yeah. know? Nice. And, uh, you know, but I think it, once you get into it, you know, I wasn't all into but you were uh, easy to find? spending money. Uh, kind of, Easier. but you know, it's also a benefit that I know my name and where I live. Yeah. And all those other things, so I can be like, yeah, that's right, because there was about 30 people that matched the description I put in there. Right. You know? Yeah. And uh, I just happen to know what town I live in and all those things. Right. And narrow it down. Mm-hmm. Right. All right. So, all right. So we found employment or we're living off the land, mm-hmm. one or the other. We got rid of our credit cards because all that stuff is 
traceable to the right people. Mm-hmm. Now, another thing is they figured out that simple infractions are usually where you come into contact with the law mm-hmm. and you have these problems. So back in New York City, about, I don't know, a lot of years ago, 15, mm-hmm. 10 maybe, Giuliani, so 10, 15, I yeah, don't know, yeah. started cracking down on crime. And uh, they had the uh, turnstile hoppers. Mm-hmm. And they said, you know what we need to do is we need to set up an on-site police station. They set up a little office down in the subway. And anybody who hopped the turnstile, they'd grab them and they'd run their info. And it turned out they were getting all kinds of people with warrants and, you know, all these things. Because it turns out those are the people that hop, <laughs> hop, that are turnstiles? hop turnstiles. And it turned out they all these things, they would catch all these people through simple checking the basics. And that was one of the huge things. And honestly, that's where people mess up. Mm-hmm. I think we, we did mention it in the other podcast about um, the uh, Oklahoma City bomber, mm-hmm. um, McVeigh getting caught. Yeah, I, tell you, yeah. uh, I don't know about that, but I know he was trying to get his deposit right. back for the truck he blew up. Well, that, um, and then the other guy, there was something with his license plates. He had used different license plates when they went and did it. Then when he went to leave, he uh, didn't swap one of them back. Like, he switched the front one, and he left the back one off. Mm-hmm. And got pulled over, like, two states away or whatever. Uh-huh. And But it's stupid shit like that that does you in. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, you gotta be paying attention. And I think you really need to believe your new identity. You need to, you know, become who you are. And I don't think you need to worry as much about fake IDs and this and that. I think you're making a mistake because all that stuff gets seen through. I am hearing more and more about college kids with fake IDs. They're getting in the mail from China. Oh, yeah? They're sending, you know, your digital picture to China. China sends them back, and they have these... uh, barcode readers for the bars now yeah where they can take your license and scan it and it tells you if it's real mm-hmm. and the ones from china are doing that and they, they scan and if the police scan it all your info comes up and it will even show your fake age and your fake whatever comes up with your fake id that's impressive i didn't know about this uh well, Maybe a girl I that i know this. who's a bartender was telling me this mm-hmm. and she's like we're getting in trouble for accepting fake IDs, but there's no way to tell. The cops can't tell if they're fake or mm-hmm. not. And she was telling me the whole background, and I guess, you know, that China's making them. And... So that's maybe an option. I think you're dancing on glass, drawing more attention to yourself. Yeah, I think so, too. Um, the crimes are, uh, you know, your level of uh, being a criminal. Now, the one thing I do see a concern about is the IRS. Um, the IRS gets concerned when you're paying them 50 grand, you know, taxes on 50 grand every year. And then now you're not, mm-hmm. um, they, they start to panic when their money's not coming in. I'm not really sure what the answer is, where to take that one. Uh, in my experience with that is if you're not making a lot of money and sending them a lot of money, they're not concerned about you. Yeah. So yeah. do we not make a lot of money? Well, I, I, Went from making sixty thousand dollars a year to making zero 
dollars a year, and according to the matter. IRS, for I don't know a couple of years. And they were good with that. And they never, they never. Uh, what the hell kind me? of freeloader are you <laughs> that you think you could just go through life without making any money, you non-taxpaying <laughs> freaking? Well, just I just didn't. I mean, no, yeah, I no, that's kind of no, how it works. No, I know what you mean. Yeah, yep. No, so all good. Um, so all right, so it is possible. And I'm sure there's bigger fish that they there's need to bigger be worrying fish to fry. about. Yeah, I would be very careful about the uh, the fake IDs and the fake stuff. But um, definitely don't have W-2s getting mailed to you that aren't turned in. Yeah, you need to close exactly. out that last mm-hmm. year yep. and have it uh, handled. You know, even if you, uh, you know, kind of file in advance, set it up with an accountant. Mm-hmm. Say, look, here's my last thing. I can have my W-2s forwarded to you. I need you to file this for me. Mm-hmm. Here's your money, you know, whatever. You got to do something because leaving things up in the air, that's going to yeah. bring the attention. Leaving untied ends is, is how you get in trouble. Um, um, now, another, another... You might have to finish out your cell phone contract. Mm. I, I don't know. They're, they're pretty it's scary, right. man. You know, I, you I'd mess around with the IRS. You try but, to track yeah. your ass down. Yeah, so you see they're about boycotting uh, Verizon all over the place now? Yeah, yeah. I was in a completely different state. They're doing the same thing out there, picketing and all that. But um, another uh, idea, if you don't want to live in the woods and work for $14 an hour with a bunch of uh, guys who don't speak English, I I would say Patagonia. You know, Ah. like, there's a lot of places on this planet where there's not a whole lot of, uh, you know, tracking going on. France and Mexico don't have extradition laws to the United States. All right. Uh, you know, a lot of countries. Yeah, don't. but you know, there's French people in France. It, well, you know, I thought about moving down south once, and it was the same sort of thing. Yeah, the southerners, southerners down there. Yeah. So. All right. I you mean, know, nothing's perfect. Nothing's perfect. All right. Now you're offending half our audience. Yep. Yep. Well, hey, I live in New York. It's just as bad here. That's why I was planning on moving down south. Yeah. It's, you know. So. All right. I think. That is about it. We've bored these people enough. All right. Are they bored? I don't know. Oh, the other thing I was going to tell you. Got to get rid of uh, the cars because you got to remember they all have the license plate readers now. More and more towns Mm -hmm. have the uh, cops where they're scanning license plates. Same thing. Yep. All the cars that drive by, they're just scanning them. And when they go to search you, you know, it's just one more motivation to... Yeah. Ditch the car, cause yeah, and you know that's one of the rules about everything is is when you're dealing with a situation like that, don't be an asshole, don't be a dick. I know a guy. The heated arguments at the bar aren't the way to go. Yeah, no, I know a guy that that keeps getting. He's a lawyer, and he keeps getting the same guy in there. Yeah, and what happens? The guy's a homeless guy, and he's you know a little bit crazy. Sure, and Who he goes in. He goes into businesses and acts up. They call the police. They drag him out and try and send him on his way. But he won't let it go. And then, so they arrest him, they find drugs on him, and then he's in prison for an, a year. And it's the same thing. If he just walked away, he would have been fine. Right. But don't start problems. No. You know, just let it go. Let it go. No. I did hear a, uh, a story recently of uh, somebody getting a DUI. And uh, apparently, they did the. Uh, little sobriety check without a breathalyzer, just ask you the questions or wave Mm -hmm. their finger in your face, whatever it is they do. Yeah. And the cop said something, some, you know, whatever. I don't know what he said. But apparently the drinking person 
felt the need to correct him on which amendments the uh, man, the uh, Miranda rights come from <laughs> and, and where he you know he needs to read the Constitution. And then mysteriously they took the check a little further and it didn't work out the second oh, time. Oh, really? Maybe Being an asshole to cops it. isn't a good idea? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, who knew? All right. So with that said, stay safe. Maybe uh, think about taking your uh, patriotism to the next level and uh, disappear. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure that works. <laughs> think right. about how you, can, uh, how you can listen to our podcast when you're in the bush. There you go. That's the ending I'm looking for. <laughs> so... Think about how, when you're off the grid, you're going to get your survival and prepping badass podcast. And otherwise, stay safe, and we will see you next week. Captain Justin Leake and Meredith McCord for the best fishing action along Panama City Beach. Tune in to Chasing the Sun every Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. A life that has the stories to back it. A life to be proud of. It's a Winchester life. Yeah, baby. 6-8 Western. Oh, I'll be over there, baby. Right there. Tune in every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. You go out there and the fish are where you think they are. Any one of these casts could be the bite. It's the most exciting fishing that I know right here at Hawks Cave. Oh, that's awesome. Experience the best saltwater fishing the world has to offer. Don't miss Thursdays with Saltwater Experience. Brought to you by Golden Boat Lifts. Every Thursday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Waypoint TV. The destination for outdoor entertainment.